0: Welcome to the I Should Have Known podcast with Soups Andy and Tanner. It's a trivia podcast with a twist. Each episode, we dive into an interesting topic, and the host will share four big facts about it. But beware one of those facts is total BS. Play along with the others to try to figure out which one is the lie. And by the end, you'll be saying, I should have known. Hello and welcome to the I Should Have Owned podcast. I'm Andy with Tanner and Soups, and today we're talking about untranslatable words. So Tanner is going to give us four words that don't have an easy translation into English but one of those words he completely made up. So let's see if we can figure it out.
1: Yes, untranslatable words are a really weird concept, and a lot of people in the linguistics field have different opinions on them, on the whole concept, whether it exists, whether it's a way to shine a light into the way other people see the world, but a little background on it. There's actually a database of untranslatable words. I think a lot of people find this whole idea intriguing because it shows that other people view the world in a different way.
0: You shouldn't think that, like... You can know a lot about a person's culture or how they think because they have words that you don't have a singular
1: word for. Yeah. That's a caveat that a lot of people mentioned when they're talking about these. Something else is important to them. So they have a single word for this. Whereas in English, we would have a whole phrase or a whole sentence to describe it. But that's not to say that we can't think of it. Yeah. But what's cool is that these are consolidated into like one word. Okay. Like really famous ones would be like hige. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hige is Danish for like a coziness that you get in fall when you're around family and a crackling fire and a hot cocoa and a nice sweater. It's this whole idea and the whole feeling that you get all baked into this one word. So that's why it's like untranslatable because cozy doesn't get across the entire feeling that hige does. Right. All right. I don't speak any of these languages, so it's just according to what I've read. Word number one, boketo. Boketo is Japanese for doing nothing. So it's an adverb that means like gazing vacantly into the distance or staring off into space, but not being deep in thought.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: This has come up a lot during quarantine. People have a lot of time on their hands, but not exactly... More things to do. And so they have more time to just live boketo. And I think it comes from the Japanese word boke, which is related to the photography term that we have in English, mm-hmm. where something is blurred and the thing in the foreground is really, really in focus. Because in Japanese, boke means to blur. Right. Can you spell it? So bokeh is boke is B O K E. Boketo is B O K E T T O but that's the romanized form of the japanese
0: doesn't the photography bokeh have an h at the end
1: yes okay the japanese word to blur is without the h but then the english photography term is with an h i think so you don't say bokeh
0: yeah okay have i done this
1: i think i'm an expert at this
2: yes
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: boketo is my usual state
0: <laughs> i honestly can't even imagine that You're not thinking of anything? I don't know. My brain is always going like a mile a minute. I feel
2: this is a form of meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Like no thoughts. And especially when it happens organically, right? That you don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. And then you're like, okay, 15 minutes of boceto now, please. (laughs) Yeah. It just happens because you have nothing better to do. And you're slowly um you know in this trance or (laughs) yeah yeah, or state of mind let's say
1: yeah kind of like a trance it's weird
0: you said it was an adverb yeah so it's like you live bochetto. yeah okay i find that even just hard to believe that people could but i guess you too. i have seen you stare off blankly many so maybe, times.
1: So maybe I made that one up because it makes so much sense. Yeah, right, that
0: just describes yeah. you. Yeah, that one's kind of I'm kind of a little skeptical of that one being oh. a real one because you you <laughs> kind of that's just kind of how you live.
1: <laughs> All right, number 2. So this word is feciator. This is from Latin, ancient Latin, and it's used to describe a person whose job it was to scoop and carry feces and fluids From the public baths to the cloaca maxima, or the great sewer in Rome. And usually the person who did this was like a slave or a convict, and they could choose to either take up this job or get thrown off the Capitoline Hill to their death.
0: Okay. I mean, the the Romans really had some great untranslatable words. Yeah. I can't really say any of them right now because the only <laughs> ones I can think of are like very very vulgar. <laughs> like, they're very vulgar. Like unbelievable how how much sexual rage they could get into like a few syllables. <laughs> they were really good
1: at that. Yes. And also bodily functions. So this yeah. one comes from the word fex which mm-hmm. was dregs or deposits which is where we get the word feces from. And so they turned it into like a, a person who does that.
2: I have to say, though, that this word does sound very Italian to me. Yeah. Like if you say feciator, <laughs> <or something. laughs> And how do you spell it? F-E-C-I-A-T-O-R. Feciator. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Okay, soups. which would you choose? Are you going to be a poop slinger or are you just going to die?
2: Oh, if I had to choose, if yeah. I wanted to be a feciator? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably at one point in my life they asked me this question. <laughs> but if, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think I would actually choose it.
0: Yeah. You'd rather live?
1: Yeah, rather live. Just for context, the hill, the the rock on top of the hill that they push you off of was 80 feet up. So it's not like okay. you would have much of a chance of... Living. okay well survive I wasn't it.
0: A, I didn't think I had any chance of living it's like I just don't know what kind of life poop slinging it really <laughs> would be that's the question I here
1: I, I thought you were
0: I'm not contemplating whether I think I can survive no I'm trying to decide <laughs> if it's if fate worse than worse than death
1: I see <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, it's a—it's not a very sustainable job. It's not like you can become the manager. Yeah, uh, there's no, working <laughs> there's, no, the
0: like, there's no upward mobility.
2: In this life. No, perfect ladder. You
1: can't perfect. go up the I ladder. I wonder what kind yeah. of
0: crimes you would have to commit to be like condemned
2: to this. You,
1: you'll never be out of a job. You'll always have this job around.
2: There's security. See, there's job <laughs> security. Yeah.
1: All right. Word number three: Yakaburne, and this is. From Arabic. The word is trying to describe an emotional declaration of your hope that you will die before another person will. And the idea comes from how impossible it would be to live if they died first. Okay.
0: I get that. Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay. Um, Can you just spell it first? Okay. In English, it would be Y A apostrophe A B U R N E E. <inaudible> mm-hmm. I love the meaning of it. It's kind of hard to describe in English because it, it literally means you bury me. So it's kind of like okay. a whole sentence in one word. A lot of times it's said from parents to their kids. It's basically a way to declare your hope that your loved one will outlive you. Okay. okay. So this has got a sp- positive spin to it. Yeah, It's. I mean, yeah. it sounds bad, like I want to die, but it's more like, I want you to live past me because I cannot imagine living without you. Okay, cool. Moving on. Word number four. Pachemuchka.
0: Sounds Slavic.
1: Yes, this is Russian. Pachemuchka is a person, often a child, who asks too many questions. It comes from a Russian children's book about a kid who wouldn't stop asking questions. And if you break it down literally, pochemu is why in Russian, and then Chka is just like a person who does this so it's uh, like a why person usually said to highly inquisitive children
2: okay
0: i think it's cute that is kind of a word that's missing like a name for a child who does this because we we know like kids do this like why 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 all the time that's cute i like that
1: i
2: think this is the most believable of all (laughs) the four (laughs) words be funny if this turns out to be the fake one. But, <laughs> but yeah, but I think it's, it's the word, it's the context, the setting, the meaning. They all fit the puzzle nicely.
0: That and we, we like know enough of one Slavic language.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like this could totally be a Russian word.
0: What is it again?
1: Pachemuchka. I think that's a really handy word that we should, we should take into English.
0: Yeah, we should borrow that one.
2: <laughs> wow, okay. Right. So before Andy and I guess which word did you make up completely, please repeat the words and their meanings once again.
1: Okay. Word number one, Bochetto the Japanese word to describe staring blankly into space. Word number two, feciator, the Latin word for a person who scoops feces into the sewers. Word number three, yakaburne, the Arabic term to describe your hopes that your loved one will outlive you. And word number four, pachemuchka, the Russian term for A person who asks a lot of questions.
0: Okay. One of those is, did you entirely fabricate this word or did you like only fabricate parts of it?
1: I made up the word, but I based it on real words from the language. Okay. Okay.
0: Did you make up the concept or is like, okay. I don't believe any of them.
1: Okay.
2: I think it's between word number one and three. Three didn't jump out to me as a probable Arabic word. I think I'm going to go with number three.
0: I also think you just made up the Latin. Be the easiest language for you to make up. That sounds like such a fake story. Like, I don't think they really did that.
1: Okay. So you think it's number two?
0: Yeah, but then I'm also like, I second guess that because then it's like, you just put that there for me to sit and stew over.
1: You're going with number two? Yeah.
0: Yeah number
1: two okay i did make up the latin one i'm afraid word number two is the fake word so feciator. fex is a real latin word uh, but they didn't need someone to shovel it in they had a whole sewer system so i just took the word fex and i just turned it into an agent feciator. as far as i know they didn't have a term like this to describe someone who carries feces
2: right
0: so i guess you don't get a choice you just have to die You just have to get thrown off
2: the cliff. Well, (laughs) I should have known.
1: Thanks for listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. Check us out on social media to get extra fun facts and to let us know what you want to hear in future episodes. And don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can even let your friends know about your new favorite trivia podcast.
0: I should have not.